0: The following episode contains strong language, scenes of violence, body horror, references to drugs and alcohol, and brief sexual humor. Previously on Masks and Mayhem
1: Can I at least see what the date is in the bottom right corner?
0: It is March 3rd, 2062. Here's what we understand. At some point, Yarkalen killed Yarkaven, took over Atlantis.
1: Oh goddammit! I knew your Kardashian was gonna do something stupid.
0: He he took over. Ula Bryden had a had a fancy name for him, but we just came to calling him the Shoctopus. And Yardak, you're the only one who would know what this is just from the name alone. It, this is what the Atlanteans, in short, call the creature. And the baby one you described it once as your greatest fear, and it is what you got your spear from. No, it's little beak, but that's from a baby one. Once he took over Atlantis, he turned his sights on us, and we weren't having none of it. You know, he, he rallied the people, and, and his he has an army of those things.
1: So this crazy
0: theory that Ula Bryn had hit me, daddy-o. She was talking about these ancient Atlantean tablets, that if she was able to gather them, she could possibly take back control of the shocktopuses from Yarkalen. Go for record.
2: We have one of them. We also have intel that the other ones they have are on the ship.
0: They have some? How many? Five? I'm going to ping your sat phone right now. Bury the tablet there. I need you to get to that ship. Entire game changer. They're so close to getting it.
2: Should we leave anyone here just in case so they don't find where we buried it?
0: Carl pipes up. I can stay behind. I I can hide in the caves. Keep an eye out.
1: Sounds good to me, kid. Stay safe.
2: And I have my, like, hand on my sword.
0: It's just a very nice, frankly, a little luxurious bedroom. On the wall, you see five tablets aligned with spaces on either end for two more.
2: We're going to make fake tablets and put them up there. Yeah. I make a bag. No, I make two bags. I I take two of them. I give Yardak three of them.
0: You realize at the center of it all, there is a man his hair is long and scraggly and matted with with dried blood with both arms connected to the power generators it's the crafter
1: uh hey robert uh, how you been
0: Laserhawk, you are staring down at the crafter, who appears to be hooked up to some machinery.
3: Working hard or hardly working. (sighs) That very much tracks, though,
1: for the character. I have been hanging on to that joke for two weeks now. Leave me alone. Yeah, Brock's seen some shit, and this is definitely on that list. (laughs) So it's on your shit list? It is on my shit list. I do not like this.
0: Yeah, to give you an idea, he's in sort of like a T-pose. You can only see, like, elbows out. He's pretty deep into the machine. And his legs are also, like, shackled as Or not shackled, but, like, uh, bolted as well.
1: Uh, hey, buddy. How you doing?
0: I've had better decades.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah? been a while. So how do I get you out of this
0: thing? He looks around. Honestly, I'm not even 100% certain.
1: All right, start hitting shit until you're free. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. We don't want to alert any of the guards. Fair call. Try messing with some of the machinery. I don't think there's any specific, like, releases on the cuffs here.
1: Can I make a technology check to see if I can figure this out? Go for it. All right. First roll of the night. Uh, that would be an unnatural 20.
0: Okay. That's with your uh, addition?
1: Yep. 10 plus 10. Okay.
0: Yeah, I would say with that, you can kind of, you know, see some buttons, but it's an Atlantean, so you're going to be taking some guesswork trying to get it to do the thing.
1: But... Okay, okay, what did military training teach me? Uh, red is bad. Blue's usually pretty neutral. Fucking everything's blue. Fuck your color palette. Uh, there's a green one here.
0: Boop. You hit the green one, and then the red and the blue one turn yellow.
1: I press them both at the same time and hope that I didn't just activate the nuclear codes.
0: You hear a, b- and then a. S- As the uh, machinery around his arms begins to pull away. Oh, thank
2: God. Do Yardak or Ruby notice anything while this is going on? Like, does this change anything while they're hanging in the vents?
0: Pretty much, I would say, like, from the vents, you can see out into the hallways. You notice that you don't obviously know exactly what's going on at the same time, but you do notice that the lights all dim a little bit. Mm -hmm. Red strip lighting comes on to replace them. Ah, uh, which was technically what you sent Laserhawk to do. You specifically sent Laserhawk to try to keep the machine from powering up and taking off before uh, Rickard's reinforcements can arrive.
2: It was the battery uh, him? Like, I I hate that. Mm. do don't love. The
0: battery
1: was literally the friends we made along the way. <laughs> mm, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yardak and visual aid you are both in the vents the lighting kind of goes dim and the, mer- the red emergency strips come on what are you doing
3: hopefully get the fuck out of there like i told you to yeah scoochy scooting just a little bit quicker
0: so you're getting out of the vents like into the hall or what are you doing
3: uh, we should go as far as we can
0: in the vents. Yeah,
2: can, yeah go as far as we can in the vents and once we've hit like dead end nowhere
3: else then we just want to get out instead of trying to fight our way through 50 million things
0: you reach the actually the end of the vents and what you reach it is essentially a large circle with Atlantean runes written around it, followed by like an opening and closing actual vent. Uh, and it leads to the outside. Ooh, so it's a little portal. No? no, it's a vent.
3: Oh, okay. I was picturing it like it was just like a wall with like a thing. And then like you were going to walk through it and suddenly you were outside. No, no, no.
0: You can see outside right now. You just notice that right before the vent, a circle of Atlantean runes.
3: May I do a knowledge? So, an intellect check? Perception? Sure.
0: Uh, do you have anything under expertise? Expertise himbo. I was thinking like Atlantean military or something.
3: Languages. Uh like under languages it says I understand and speak ancient Atlantean. I does that include written That
0: might help, but also I wanna make sure that you're on looking at your skills section where the expertises are.
3: So I so is
2: it just something it's going up and down like this. Like, that's not helpful for a podcast. But it's just like it's two drawers going like opening like a mouth. Is it hot dog or hamburger
3: style? <laughs> I assume that you're talking about, like, one of those shutter-style vents.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a perfect example, actually, yes.
3: But, uh, no, I have nothing written under expertise.
0: Okay. But, yeah, since you speak Atlantean, basically you can tell that this is set when it comes in contact with water, it activates. And which, based on the re- readings, would specifically activate, like, a sealant.
3: Oh, I don't want that. I don't want to be sealed in.
0: No, 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 it's... How do I put this? It's so that when the thing goes underwater, it doesn't let water in. Oh.
3: Uh... <sighs> okay yeah that's
0: what the runes are for and the vent is to you know keep bugs and debris out
3: well first perception check to see if i notice anybody that is around the immediate area that will notice us upon immediate escape from the vent
0: oh uh, yeah roll perception real quick I
3: have a eight modifier so 16
0: so no there's no one immediately around you in fact if you were to go outside of this you were going to go into the water because you are on the underside of the ship
3: oh well shit all right bitch let's go
0: you're like 100 feet above the water.
3: Without actually doing it, am I able to check if I'm strong enough to open it? And or can I fit through the thing? Because if it's like to the exterior of a ship, I imagine it'd be pretty large.
0: This actual vent has a circumference of like six by six.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, and can I fit through the slats and get out? And can if I can, I assume Ruby can.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. No, it's definitely there's there's too many tiny slats for you to be able to do that. Uh, like just to slip out. Gotcha. Well, you may be able to do something with like your strength, but there's definitely no way you would just be able to like slip through.
3: Ruby, want to do a team strength to try to get this thing off? Sure. And then use me like a boogie board, and I'll get us to shore.
2: I was also thinking I can create things like a ladder.
3: Well, I mean, we're still gonna be have to go into the water. I can create a raft. Oh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I can swim real fast, though. Just hold on. I can't. You mean it might be better to swim with you. I don't know. Or you just get on the raft, and, and I'll just use my feet like a really fast propeller. <laughs> I make Yardak a little kickboard, and then I just hang on. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen Snow Dogs? It's like that, but in the water.
0: Well, I'll let you ponder that while we jump back over to the engine room. Laserhead, you also noticed that the lights like kind of went into emergency lighting... Uh, when you unhooked him.
1: Oh, fuck. Well, that doesn't seem like something we should stick around for. So, Roberto, is your battery completely drained, or can we portal out of
0: He raises one of his hands, which is missing a gauntlet. Uh, he raises a stump of an arm, I should say. Oh. Not, not anymore. Well, fuck. I might be able to fish out the remainders, but I'm not going to be much help with that.
1: Well, do you mean the
3: remainders?
0: He's, he had me hooked up to it, and it's all. He kind of like taps on the machine. He's like, the rest of it's inside of here so that I formed a circuit, basically.
3: Like the gauntlet is in there? Somewhere. Ruby doesn't know
0: ah. about this yet, but Rachel and Ruby both hate this fucking
2: shit. Ugh.
3: <laughs> yeah, so do I. What a fucking inconvenience. Is it like in pieces? Or can we fish out the gauntlet?
1: Look, I'm really not sure that I want to dig through a computer for my friend's stump hands.
0: (laughs) We don't have a lot of time. We should get out of here. All right, through the vents we go,
1: buddy. You need to wrap those things up first? No,
0: I'm fine. And to be clear, he has one hand with the gauntlet, but not both.
1: So he got to keep the other hand? Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the stealth check. Roll a stealth check. It's a 29. And...
0: Oh, don't fucking blow this, Stumpy. (laughs) Yeah, uh... I imagine you have to help him up into the vents, but you're able to get in.
3: Yeah, you have to offer him a hand.
0: Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing now, then?
1: Getting my solid snake on and crawling through the vent.
0: Are you trying to meet up, like, with the other two?
1: I'm pretty sure that we've all come to the consensus that we need to just get the fuck out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: We
2: will meet up at the kid. Okay. Who is definitely older than us, right? That kid? <laughs>
0: So you're basically trying to do the same thing to get out. I forget, do you have anything in survival? I'll also take military.
1: I do have expertise military. So yeah, roll
0: me a military expertise check. It's
1: 22. 22?
0: Okay. So you're able to find kind of a similar exit vent. You you see the same ring, you see the same... Uh, ventilation system let's go back over to yardak and visual aid what are you all doing hey
3: viz you think you can uh help me out here and make a crowbar and try to help me get this damn vent off of here sure i make a crowbar and then do a team strength check
0: all right uh visual aid i'm not gonna make you roll for a crowbar but you two roll strength checks
3: okay oh 12 plus 8 it's a not mat 20 so still good mine will not be that good uh nine overall I did not roll well.
0: So you pop a few vents out, but a gust of wind almost takes you out with it. You are able to grab your bearings, but the crowbar goes flying into the water.
2: Are, are, did we get enough vents off to fit in here?
0: Yeah, you'd be able to kind of... That's that's why the gust of wind was big enough to almost take you out with it.
2: I would like a make a life jacket for the water. I guess I'd offer one for Yardak, but I don't think Yardak needs this.
0: Roll a creation check, then, visual. 19. Alright, meanwhile, Laserhawk, what are you doing?
1: Ripping the goddamn vent off so we can get the fuck out of here.
0: Alright, roll a strength check then. I really thought you were just gonna blast it with some lasers.
1: I'm trying to be kinda stealthy. Oh, that's a 21.
0: Okay, what does that look like for you?
1: I grab vent and I rip.
0: The metal crunches off as it kind of like crumples together. What are you doing with the uh, excess vent now?
1: Chucking it into the ravine.
0: When you throw yours, then visual and Yardak, you probably actually see the uh, the parts of that one go flying.
3: Huh. Oh, cool! Now we know where to head. All right, Robert, grab my back.
0: He reaches his one good arm around the chest and grabs the stump on the other side.
1: You got a good grip. As good as I'm gonna. Fair enough. Boing.
0: So, since you're on, like, the, the bottom of the ship, I was imagining that you could, like, grab the edge of the open ventilation area, swing yourself around, and then pulsar off of the underside of the ship.
1: God damn it, great minds don't think alike. That's basically what I wanted to do. Alright,
0: well then, yeah, go for it.
1: What do I need to roll for that?
0: I mean, I'm not gonna make you roll anything to, to jump.
1: Oh, well then, uh... I mean, I guess,
0: I guess the way it depends is your is your only intention to get... Off of the ship and into the water, or are you trying to do something more?
1: trying to get as close to that beach as I can, since I don't know that my friends are right outside.
0: Okay, I mean, that's going to be a question. That's going to be more of a thing for, like, once you're in the water. I'm not going to say you can't point yourself a little with your Pulsar Pogo, but ultimately, like, you're just, you're jumping and gravity's controlling a lot of it.
1: I jump, and I'm going to hope that gravity is
3: kind to me.
0: Yardak and Visual Aid, what are you doing?
3: Loop, a little jump off, and then... Grab on to me, and I'm gonna piddle paddle us to the shore.
0: Is that what you're doing?
3: I have thought of a cool
2: thing I can do.
3: Ooh,
0: let me hear it.
2: Jump off with nothing, and then while we're mid air, create like inflate like a raft that we we're like on.
0: Okay, you're gonna need to roll a create rank for that. Twenty five. You're able to do this. You make a raft. You splish splash into the water. Ksh, ksh.
2: But I just like the idea of the raft just forming as we're already falling.
0: Everybody's in the water now, right?
3: And now he unleashes the octopus. You shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> I imagine yeah, you're able to make it back to the beach. And then as you make it back to the beach, you see the ship begin to descend back into the water.
3: Oh, perfect timing.
1: Let's go. The second my head goes above water, I scream out, I stole their battery.
3: And
2: I was imagining Ruby is walking the shoreline to like where they are.
3: Just like pacing like, son of a bitch, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, probably.
0: Down the shore you do see Solar Guard. He's kind of like taking a stealth position among among the trees.
1: Well, he apparently didn't do a good job. Well,
0: I meant he's not trying to be stealthy as much towards you. I know, I'm just being a butt pipe.
2: Which person is Solar Guard again? Laser Lad. God, I did not remember.
0: Solar Guard is his hero name. Laser Lad is what you all said he, sh- he should be.
2: He has too many names. I knew every other one of them.
0: Yeah, Carl, Laser Lad, Solar Guard, Malaya. Jimothy. Jimothy.
2: <laughs> yeah, at least I never forgot my own son's name, Brandon.
1: Hey, in my defense, I also forgot about my
2: whole ass son for a couple of years.
0: Not a good defense. Not the best defense. All right, so yeah, you're on the shore with Solar Guard.
2: I'm just going, hey, Robert, I would ask what's up, but I'm
3: going to assume it, it hasn't been great. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. Aha uh, Mark. <laughs>
0: I wish I stayed on the ship.
3: I thought of a question. Because he's immortal, has he eaten or anything? Or just, like, can he die from malnutrition? Or will he just be, is he just a perpetual engine?
0: No, move on. <laughs> no, sorry, no And I'm not answering you. Move on.
3: <laughs> Look,
1: we'll get Future Crafter's tragic backstory in a little while. First, how about we make like
3: a banana and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> As much as I enjoy being in the ocean, I, I do think we've had our time today.
2: Let's just fucking get out of here. I'm really on board with that plan.
1: You don't have to tell me twice, but in the Stone Age.
2: I make uh Crafter the same Atlantean clothing I'd given to everyone else for us to be a little stealthy. Make him a
1: hook hand. I'm not even kidding. Please make him a hook hand.
2: <laughs> I make him that fucking weird gold hand that Jamie Lannister wears wow yeah
1: you know what robert deserves it he's
2: he's gone through a time he deserves to feel pretty today do you want your self-insert character to have a to be a fucking captain hook parody
0: sure make him a fucking hook hand golden fist whatever you
2: want i i do robert i was like do you want me to try to make a, a prosthetic or anything
0: no not right now i i think Where where are you coming from what's what's the situation how long has it been
1: we will answer all that more after you grab my back and we get the fuck out of here. You two can run just fine, pointing at Yardak. Wait,
0: wait, 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 Where are you jumping to? Are you trying to- are you gonna jump your way back to Riverside City?
1: No. Okay. It would probably help if I said where I was running, too. I yeah. think we should rendezvous with the boy, who's doing a god-awful job at hiding.
0: All right, so yeah, you don't even have to, like, really jump anywhere. Like, literally, like, you are right down the shore. Oh,
1: I know, I just- I, I wasn't planning on jumping, just I want Robert to exert as little energy as possible since he's been used for a battery
2: since 20XX. Yeah, I am just going to say, we walk to Laserhawk's son. Let's, let's go.
0: Crafter's walking just fine. We get back over to Solar Guard. Looks a little inquisitive and a little concerned about your new uh, cohort. Hey, son, I stole their battery. You stole what? He was a
2: friend of ours.
0: No, I know who the crafter is.
2: All right, well, we don't know that. The crafter's famous, like- Okay, but I don't know that they
1: know each other. Or that my son would recognize the crafter after 40 years of a nightmare.
0: So, yeah, Solar Guard recognizes the crafter. He says, battery?
1: Yeah, how about we get not in the open, and then we can have a lore dump from our friends
0: Should I retrieve the- he looks at the crafter-
1: the item? Oh, right, turns to Yarnack and Ruby. Y'all still have those, right? Yes. Yardak? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we have them, and now we have need to get the hell out of here. I made duplicates, but I don't know how long that will...
0: Kid,
1: is it still in the
0: same place? Yeah, of course. I didn't move it. I was trying to stay out of the way. Until y'all came back, or y'all didn't come back, whichever was gonna happen.
1: Alright, well, uh, let's meet up there and make sure it's still there, and then we can discuss what the fuck happened to Skippy over here.
0: Yeah, again, like, you guys are all, like, like, the, the tablet is probably, like, 20 feet from where you're talking right now.
3: Oh, I thought that we were still on, like, the shore.
0: Yeah, you are. This whole thing is along the shoreline.
3: Yeah, but we- yeah, but it was right there. Like, we got right to the shore.
0: You're right outside of those caves where the, uh, that led into the facility.
2: Look, let's just get to the goddamn plot, MacGuffin. Yeah. Let's- exactly. That's the right vibe. All
0: right, so- Let's get
2: the fuck out of here.
0: Carl actually activates his shield and uses it to scoop the sand out of the way. Interesting. I accept. And he just- he and he reaches in and he pulls it out.
2: Badass. We, uh, we crashed our vehicle- our ride, right?
0: Solar Guard looks at you and says, Didn't Rickard say there are reinforcements on the way?
2: Yes, but where are they?
0: I figure we hunker down for a moment. Who's got the banana phone? Ruby, I believe, is the one who had the sat phone.
2: I do the sat phone and I go- Hey, Rickard.
0: Ruby, what's going on? You you got off the ship all right?
2: Yeah, we met back up with, with Solar Fire. What the fuck was his name?
0: Solar Guard.
2: Fuck it. We met up with Carl. I know his name. I just know his real name. Yeah, we we met up with Carl and we found an old friend. And I go say hello and I and I kind of hold it up to uh, the Crafter.
0: Hey, Rickard, how's it going? What Crafter? How?
2: Carefully. I I say he was the battery apparently, and looking at Laserhawk like that's I got that right,
1: right? Don't look at me, he was the battery.
0: It's a little reductionist to say I was a battery, but essentially they were siphoning the energy from my gauntlets to power their ship.
3: Look, I didn't see what was happening. So, you were a battery. I <sighs> should have
2: stayed on the ship. I go, in my defense, I didn't see what happened. I was just going off for what he said, and I went out laser rock.
1: In my defense, I don't give much of a shit right now. We're still pretty vulnerable. Hey, Ricker.
2: Please come get us. We have the tablets. And we stole the battery. Power source, if that sounds better.
0: He makes a sign with his one good hand. He's like, a little. Yeah, there's a couple of vultures inbound to you. Just hang tight. They'll probably be there in a couple minutes. Dope. A few minutes later, two vulture craft come by, uh, go out of stealth mode, bomb the facility you were just in, uh, and then land next to you. Private Public and Lieutenant Percy Jackson both get out.
1: I keep forgetting that those are their fucking names. God damn it. It's like, sometimes I think that, like, Dan and I get up to way too much shenanigans on this show, and then you come at us with some shit like that.
0: They're basically covering you as you get into the, into the vulture.
1: I'm buckling my seatbelt, though. I'm a cool kid.
2: Let's fucking go.
0: I think, uh, Lieutenant Jackson looks back at you and goes, So what's the word?
1: The bird. Nah, you're not gonna get that reference. It's the of the world. (laughs) We got the plot, MacGuffins. Six out of seven of them. Just missing one.
0: Okay, where am I taking you?
1: Take us back to Rickard. We probably want to get these tablets to him and then... Yeah. ...try to use whatever databases you have to figure out where the last motherfucker is.
0: Crafter looks at you and goes, wait, what's going on?
1: Oh, right, yeah. So, it's been about 40 years since the end of the world. Can't tell you how long you've been down there.
2: By the way, we're from the past. We're not.
0: D- I picked up on that. You're a lot cleaner than everyone else here.
2: Also a lot more alive.
0: <laughs> well, okay. yes, also that. I I watched you go down the first time. I, I, I knew something was up.
1: Oh, so we are dead. Yeah, we knew that. Okay, but I was afraid that we were actually going to come back like mind-controlled by some kind of fucked up
0: squiddly diddly beast?
2: Yeah, same. Oh. Uh,
0: listen, listen. The chances of that are always low, but never zero.
2: Did you actually see us die? or Because everyone was like, vaguely like we went on the mission and then we never see it again. So assume dead. I'm scared about not actually being dead.
1: Yeah, we'll get to you in a minute, Robert. What happened to us?
0: <laughs> That's an understandable fear. A strike team of us went down to Atlantis, tried to put an end to this by staging an attack on your Kalen and he saw it all coming, predicted everything we were going to do. It was grisly.
2: Like he could see the future predict everything we, we were going to
0: do? I mean, I don't know about all that, but he, he wasn't surprised by our attack at all. We thought we had it rock solid.
1: I mean, if you're the king of Atlantis, I wouldn't be particularly surprised when someone tries to attack Atlantis when you start acting like a chud. Did I go bad? Was I
3: his inside man? Do I trust me? <laughs> 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 <sighs> <sighs> These are actually all valid
0: questions.
3: <laughs> These are actually super valid.
0: I'll remind you that Yardak's spear was in the the trophy room.
3: Yeah, that, that that just means that he killed
0: me. That
3: doesn't mean I'm not a bad guy. Yardak didn't. Yardak and Ruby did not see the trophy trophy room.
0: That's totally fair. I'm re- mostly. I guess I'm mostly reminding Brandon.
3: Did I double cross
0: us? No, Jesus, what? <laughs> Wouldn't you know if you were going to double cross us? Shouldn't you have an inkling of this?
3: Things change! I don't I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, dude.
1: He's got a point there, Robert.
2: I just saw my boyfriend aged forty years, so I I'll believe anything at this point.
1: Yeah, my kid's older than me now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Speaking of, hey, Robert, what the fuck's going on? What happened to you?
2: Oh, yeah, we met your kid.
1: You got captured when we attacked Atlantis and failed miserably. and What, they just hook you
0: up right after that? Basically. He knew what the gauntlets could do. He also knew that if he was able to kill me, they wouldn't work anymore. Fuck, man. And it's perpe- it's essentially perpetual energy. It was always not the first time I had the idea that they could be used in such a way. I didn't think I'd be attached to them still.
2: Well. Fucking dark, man.
0: Yeah, welcome to the last 20 years, I think it is now.
1: God, I've been dead for that long. Does that look cool coming down? It doesn't matter, pulls out tablet. Hey, what do
0: you know about that? So they do exist.
2: At least six of them do.
1: Elaborate. What do you know?
0: Well, I remember Ula Bryn talking something about these. I mean, I didn't put a lot of stock into it, but she said if we collected them, it would be the key to changing everything.
1: Well, hey, tell you what, buddy boy, we got six of them. Any inkling as to where the last one could be.
0: I'll have to think about it, but nothing offhand.
2: And I go, your daughter's cool. Ula's alive? Yeah,
0: I kind of had the
1: same reaction, you know, with
0: my kid.
2: Yes. Yes, she is.
0: Oh, thank God. Her mother was on the strike force.
2: This is me just trying to remember. How old was Ula?
0: She would have been born essentially like right before this happened. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. Not not right before. Just just a little before because she remembers him.
2: Then I'm just sitting there to go, should we call ahead and tell Ula that we found him so she's not just like fucking surprised beyond all like... That's quite a, a big emotional thing. Nah, no, let them have
1: their Mari Povich moment.
0: Crafter basically says, "Yeah, he's not a uh, he's not one hundred percent sure. He'll have to think about it when it comes to the tablets."
1: It's all right, bud. We got thinking time, just not much of it. So think quick. We'll get you some fruit snacks back at the base. I saw that they still had some of those left.
0: You said you have six of them, right? Yes, sir. So that means there's just one more remaining. This is how math works.
2: I don't know where five of them we stole literally from your bedroom.
0: We need to find Ula Brynn. She'll know. Ula Brynn's dead as
3: fuck. No, she's not. She went back in time. We have no confirmation that she's dead, right? We have no confirmation she's alive.
2: She could still be alive, but we definitely left her in the past with a bunch of murder things.
0: That explains how you got here then. Tell me a little more about that.
2: Yeah, so there I was in the year
1: 2022 finding out that Vapor Capital was about to bust the rest of the Midnight Gang out of jail. I haven't forgotten about that yet, but all of a sudden Ula Bryn pops out of a portal, tells us everything goes fuck, he probably gets murdered by a couple of Hollow Knights, and then throws us forward in 20-fuckety-fuck.
3: Hollow Knight's his own thing.
1: That's a video game reference.
2: Oh. oh. Hollow Knight's the thing in this universe?
3: In fairness, it was before your time.
2: And I go, I don't know why he thinks they were Hollow Knights, they were the, the, the guards.
0: They were death dealers.
2: Yeah, I don't... I have no idea. She just told us to jump. She didn't even tell us where we were going. I thought we were going to Atlantis. That we just were in a messed up version of the laser hut.
0: Okay, so she sent you to the future. She came to you in the laser hut. Did she do anything else? Did she say anything else? What made you? What made you think you were going to Atlantis?
2: because she was sending us in a portal.
3: Because in our timeline, Ullerbrand is still located in Atlantis, and so are the Death Dealers. The only Atlanteans on land were myself and Yarkalem when he popped up, so I had no reason to believe that it wasn't an Atlantean issue.
0: He points two fingers separately at Laserhawk and Ruby, but she was sending these two to Atlantis?
3: gonna be a fun time i assume if she can open a portal to the future which i'm guaranteed i didn't know that's what that was but if she if she could open a portal to what i would assume is atlantis that i would also assume that she could have the magic to make them breathe especially if she was asking specifically for our help
1: look bud we didn't exactly have a whole lot of time to deduce what the fuck was going on before we got flung into 19 dickity fuck
0: sure sure i just want to make sure like if you did anything to indicate that you were specifically supposed to go to atlantis Right, and that made you thought that you would survive the trip. No, nothing at all. We're just assuming.
2: I was just assuming stuff, and I've always wanted to go. I was like, we did kind of glow before you we went into the portal, and wait, I didn't- I breathed fine in that water.
0: Ruby has literally not told anybody about that. I was thinking about that the whole last game. Like, you aren't going to fucking bring this up?
2: Fuck it! And that was the <laughs> time. And I go, when, when that dude in the office, he tried to drown me, and I breathed fine. That's why I played dead. I just assumed maybe it was, like, magic water or something, but maybe Brin made it so I could breathe underwater.
0: Oh. The crafter looks up when you say that. That would make perfect sense, then. I think you do need to go to Atlantis. I think that's where the final tablet's going to be.
2: Let's drop these off at the base first. I'm not bringing these back too closer to them. Yeah.
0: You may have to, because Ulubrin said that they all have to be together to work.
2: Well, I was going to say we drop them off at the base, grab the last tablet, and then bring the tablet to the base.
1: As much as I hate to say it, it's going to be quicker if we just take care of everything in Atlantis.
0: Riskier. And you come into Riverside City. And this time you notice kind of a shimmering glow. Like you almost like you pass through a veil as you're entering like the city limits.
1: Oh shit, we're in Wakanda now.
0: You do the same thing you did before where you kind of uh, do a free fall into the base. You see Rickard. You see Adrian Hughes. You see a couple medics come up to kind of take a look at the crafter. He kind of waves them off. Do
2: we see Ula?
0: You do see Ula, and she sees you from across the room, and she runs up and basically tackle hugs her father. Oh!
1: I want to shoot a glance to my kid and say, see, now that's what's supposed to happen when you see your dad for the first time in 20 years. Playfully nudge
3: boys so he knows I'm fucking with him. Uh, I mean, he didn't see you for years before he became to Riverside, so...
0: Shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> dad, I'm just saying, you know, you you guys were sneaking around Ula Brin's hideout. How was I supposed to... You were in Atlantean garb, I'm just saying.
1: up. I'm just fucking
0: with you. Hey out there. Hope you are enjoying this continued exploration of the apocalypse, or an apocalypse. We've got a couple cool things to talk about this week. First off, I'm going to be at PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia this coming weekend, from Saturday, December 2nd until Sunday the 4th. No real plans while I'm there, since it's my first time going to a tabletop-specific con, but I was hoping maybe there's a chance that one of you might be there, and if so, feel free to shoot me a message on Twitter. We've also got our second upcoming livestream. We're doing our first holiday special, titled Primed for the Holidays. Brandon's going to be running this one and describes it as, When an old friend calls in a favor, Ruby and Yardak must return to the underground to save Christmas. So I hope you all get a chance to tune in on Twitch or YouTube, that will be on Wednesday, December 7th. It will go at 7 Eastern, 4 PM Pacific. Just another reminder that you can help support the show by leaving a review on podchaser.com, or by throwing us a couple bucks on our Ko-Fi. Links for both will be in the show notes and on our website. But for now, let's get back to the game. Rickard walks up and he goes, alright, what's the sitch?
2: So we might need to go to
0: Atlantis. Are you sure? It's
1: best guess we've got for where this last son of a bitch is, Robert thinks it might be in Atlantis, I think he's the smartest person in the room.
2: And I go, yeah, because um, I can breathe underwater now.
0: And that's when uh, the crafter interjects. He says, I won't be able to join you. The the magics that usually go into the water breathing only last about a week.
1: Yeah, look, I kind of figured that you were going to be out of commission on this one, Robert. Hey, speaking of, does anyone have a trough of water? I want to try something. Try to drown yourself and
3: not be able to. <laughs> I'd rather find out now than when we're in the ocean. I just created a nebulous ball of water in front
1: of your
0: face to stick your
3: face
1: into. Am I Gucci? You're Gucci. I'm a Gucci-
3: You didn't notice that while you were almost drowned in the ocean? You
1: know what? Honestly, I was a little concerned with my one-handed friend here. Fair. Wasn't really thinking about me in that moment. I don't know if you've noticed this yet, Ruby, but I don't really have self-preservation. Looks at son. I wish I would have been better. You did fine.
2: I noticed the self-preservation thing. Trust me, I've been trying to work on that with you.
0: Rickard looks pensive for a little while and he looks at Adrian Hughes, he goes, I think it's time. For? Follow me. And uh, he leads you down uh, some stairs further down into the facility, into what looks like an expanded version of Yardak's tunnels. Across the room, you see something covered up by a tarp. How big is it? Like the size of a vehicle, like truck size. Is it the visual van? <laughs> is it the visual? Uh, he whips off the tarp and yeah, it's just, no, remember the visual van is in pieces in the trophy room. Oh, yeah. He whips off the tarp and it's the Kraken submersible vehicle that you originally stole back from Brigand many moons ago.
2: I'm going to look at deck, and I went, like, this is a little ironic, isn't it? You originally threw this off a bridge to stop him from being able to get to Atlantis. And now we're taking it to
3: Atlantis. Did he or did he not not get to Atlantis?
2: As far as I know, Brigham never got to Atlantis.
3: What the fuck are you talking about?
2: You weren't there.
3: Okay. (laughs) It's an inside joke.
0: And he pops open the vehicle. He says it should have enough juice to get you to Atlantis without issue and to get back.
3: I was about to ask about getting back. Can we bring a battery just in case?
1: (laughs) No, Crafter already said he can't come.
0: So Rickard then walks up to the Kraken Submersible, and he opens up the airlock, and he says, And we've also got this. And he pulls out the chain hydro splitter. That was the other thing you got back from Brigand.
1: Okay, so it makes sense that I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, it it messed with the molecules of water, right?
0: Capable of splitting atoms while using water to increase the power. Think of a nuclear bomb- but expand it if it's set in water.
3: Sweet, let's nuke Atlantis. Which is why I did the whole crashing the bridge thing, which people thought I was going murder hobo, but I was really trying to protect Atlantis, and I will fight that until I die.
2: No, that's valid. However, we definitely need to get that tablet before we use this thing, right?
1: I mean, obviously we get the tablet before we nuke Atlantis. We're not going to nuke
0: Atlantis.
1: Uh, Well, it's future Atlantis. It doesn't count, Yarnak.
0: As a means of last resort, and we hope that we'd never have to use it. But from what you're telling me, if this last tab was in Atlantis, and you're going there, if they get them back...
2: And I'm gonna turn to Rickard, I think they all need to be together to work, so do you think we should bring them all to get this done as fast as possible?
0: Yeah, I think that's the right call.
2: Okay. I still say we should split them up between the people that are coming, that way if they capture one of us, they don't get all of them back.
1: Oh, I was already planning on that. Speaking of, hey, Rickard, you got anyone that can breathe underwater that can come with us? We have to co-op
3: De Crafter's daughter to take with.
1: Low-key, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, <laughs> but...
3: She just got her father back. I'm not going to go on a fucking road trip. She just got her dad back.
2: If we we're able to fix this in the way that we want to... She might not exist yet.
0: Are you going to say that in front of her? Oh, is she here? Oh, no, wait. Sorry, you did go downstairs. So, no, she's not there. Are you still? Are you going to say that in front of her father?
2: I did not think the crafter was here. I thought the crafter stayed with his daughter.
0: Okay, yeah. Everybody else is upstairs. It's just the three of you. In fact, uh, Solar Guard's upstairs, too. It's just the three of you and Rickard.
2: This might just be up to the three of us.
0: I, I don't really have anybody right now. I mean, I, I got those Atlantean kids, but I'm not constricting kids into our war effort right now. I trust y'all to get this done and I trust y'all to do what's necessary if it doesn't go our way.
2: Not to Yardak. I just kind of whispered to Laserhawk, that, that is Blow Up Atlantis, right? I'm pretty sure that means Blow Up Atlantis. Hate that.
0: You're loading up? Yep. Let's do it. Ruby, Rickard goes and t- takes you in a big hug.
2: I give him a kiss on the forehead. I
1: guess I'm going to slap my thighs together and wish my son was here.
3: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I hate that a lot.
0: Also, Rickard leans in and says... And you asked before, but there wasn't anybody else.
3: And
2: I, I just kind of smile at him.
0: Are you going to go say goodbye to your son? Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah, you're, you remember you're downstairs.
1: Hey guys, give me five minutes. Boing.
0: And you see Carl shaking hand with the crafter.
1: Hey kid, daddy's going to go on the suicide run. Oh my god!
0: The fuck?
1: Gotta go to Atlantis. Jesus. You think that's where the last tablet is?
0: This is it. Huh? <sighs> reckon it is. All right, well, you be careful and I don't know what comes next, but... I'm so glad I got to see you again.
1: You have no idea how proud I am of the man you've become. And if you turn out to be half as fucking cool when I get back, I will stop giving you shit for all the Minecraft you play. Playfully nudges, son.
0: And he takes you in a big hug. He says, I'm going to beat that ender dragon.
1: Goddamn right you are, kid. What does that mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the crafter overhears this and says, can I walk down with you?
1: Join the group hug and yes.
0: And he joins in.
1: Fuck yeah. Brock looks at the corridor leading back. <sighs> no, I walk in the shadow of the valley of death. I fear no evil. Let's go.
0: Never took you for a religious type.
1: Yeah, well, you get bored in Iraq. You read whatever you can get.
0: Crafter's walking along with you and says, you said that Ula Bryn was the one who brought you. Yep. So that tells me that she was using Atlantean time magic. And that works a little different than normal time travel.
1: Elaborate.
0: Within normal time travel, you can essentially travel in any direction. It's what allows me to do what I do or did. You know, I can travel to the future. I can travel to the past. I can cross between different variations of the same time. Atlantean magic is a little more strict. It, it requires you to stay within your own timeline. This is the timeline that would have been had you not left. And it also means that it's the timeline that will be when you go back unless you change it.
1: Well, how do we go about changing it to make sure this shit doesn't happen? Because I'm not really looking to have a repeat here, Robbie. Kill your Arcailen. Already planned on it.
0: I don't know exactly what the change will be, but it'll have to be kind of a butterfly effect, I imagine. You know, you make a, make a small change, it could have a big ripple. But if you said it was 2022, that means it was right at the beginning of all of this, which means it was right about to get started. So you have an opportunity to stop it when you get back. I guess what I'm also saying is, You need to.
1: Oh, don't worry, bud. That was the second thing on my itinerary when I get back.
0: Ulabrin told me her thoughts on these tablets were a number of things. But the main one, as I understood it, is it would allow her to reverse Atlantean magics. And her thought was that she would be able to take back control of the Shocktopus to keep Yarkalen from maintaining his power hold here. The reason that it's so critical that we get them and he doesn't is because if he gets them, he'll be able to undo... The magic that is shielding Riverside and protecting it. It's the last, really the last thing holding it back and protecting this area.
1: Get the tablet, stop the shock to post, save the world, get the girl.
0: That's That's the long and short of it. I don't admire the task ahead of you, but I trust you'll get it done. You have what the laser rock of our time didn't get. Which is a heads up.
1: Yeah, well, this can't be worse than Desert Storm.
0: And he goes to shake your hand and he says, good luck.
1: Why don't mean take care of my son. Or have him take care of you. I don't really know how that's going to work right now.
0: And he shakes his head and he walks back in the other direction.
1: <laughs> walks into a room with friends. So essentially, if we get the tablets, we can undo the shock to pusses. But if he gets the tablets, he can undo the bubble protecting this whole place. Looks at Yardak. You ready to kill your friend?
3: Uh, after seeing this, yeah. Good.
1: I'm going to let you know now that once we get back to the past, we're probably going to have to deal with Yara Kalen too. Make sure that we stop all this shit before it happens.
3: Are you ready to do that? I'm going to want to put him in Atlantean prison as opposed to outright killing him because he hasn't done anything to deserve it yet.
2: We can at least try and warn his father or...
3: I'm just saying, Crafter said that
1: all this shit started around the time that we got sent back, so if he hasn't done anything yet, he's planning. Yeah, but if we kill his son, the king can start a war with the land too. Then we let the king know the second we get back that his son's a traitorous swine. Yeah, we're gonna let him know. (laughs) <laughs> Just wanted to make sure we're on the same page I know
3: that's your boy Well, yes, but he's on he's on thin ice
0: And I assume and during this time you've been getting loaded up And the ship took off, essentially mm-hmm. This ship is ridiculously fast and durable It estimates that you'll be in Atlantis in a matter of hours
2: How long does it usually take for Yardak to get to Atlantis?
0: Uh, a full 24-hour swim So,
3: about having to kill my lifelong best friend slash almost brother That's, uh, that's what gonna set me back Hey, Ruby, what's the name of your therapist? Bellum! Dr. Bellum, because I made the cerebellum joke. Dr.
2: Bellum's could could help you out with that. You know, at least people know that you're a hero, so, like, you wouldn't have to lie nearly as much as I do.
3: You know, true.
2: I can't believe I'm finally getting to Atlantis, and I might have to blow it up. Not how I saw it going.
0: It's about six hours, and you suddenly get a beep, like a proximity alert, letting you know that you're getting closer to Atlantis.
2: Oh, did we, wait, I assume Ruby took the stat phone with us. Does it, st- does it work?
0: No. Too much interference,
2: do we still have our like microphones with the three at us?
0: yeah, yeah, you still have your uh, your localized comms. I'm gonna hand wave this and say the Atlantean magic that lets you breathe also keeps your clothing and everything from pressurized, killing you
2: nice,
1: all right, kids and or kids at heart. We get those tablets, Chico South, you two fuckers are booking it back to the motorcycle. cycle. I'm blowing this shit up. You're trying to Bruce Willis and Armageddon Atlantis right now. No, I'm saying that if shit goes south, you two get to live.
2: That is exactly what Bruce Willis does. Are Harvey get it? I didn't watch that
1: fucking movie.
0: <laughs> so is the plan then that you're saying that you want uh, Ruby and Yardak to hold onto the tablets and you're going to carry the uh, chain hydro splitter? Yes. Because the chain hydro splitter is about the size of like a desktop tower computer.
1: That's fine. I got big pockets.
0: Not big enough for that.
1: Well, I'd like to have the suicide button with us just in case.
0: That's fair. I'm just saying you're going to have to carry like it's going you're going to be carrying it in one hand or something or
1: That's fine. I left my cyanide tablets at home.
2: Okay, you get 3, I get 3 then, Yardak. Not... Yeah,
3: Sounds about fair to me.
0: Okay. You haven't quite landed yet. The onboard systems is setting up a patrol route and it's starting to kind of just circle the outskirts of Atlantis waiting for additional input.
1: Oh, Yardak. You know the best place to get out.
0: Yardak, when you look out and you see Atlantis, it's much bigger sprawling than it used to be. But as it always has been, Fort Sephira, the tower that sits at the center of the city-state, is a glowing beacon. It's a little more elaborate, a little bigger and, and, and stronger. looks more fortified now. And the rest of the city uh, is... is much brighter now, the lights visible from a distance.
3: Oh, so the people of Atlantis are happy now, or appear happy?
0: I mean, they have lights, I guess, is really. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> last time I was there, there was a misdirection happening, so I just want to circle back to that. Yeah, so now we're in a dictatorship. Funny
2: how things work. Okay, we know this thing is in Atlantis. Do we have any idea where in Atlantis?
1: Yeah, Yarnak, Y'all got like a special spooky vault of secrets?
0: There's Fort Sephra, which is essentially the castle military base at the center of town. You also know that Ula Bryn, she was part of the Sisterhood of Brahm which is a a coven. You also know that she had space there.
3: Ooh, let's go to the sisterhood.
0: All right. And then you also, of course, have like, you know, your old home.
3: Why lives at the castle.
0: Yeah, which is connect, your whole home is connected to the castle, yeah.
2: I can't imagine that's still there. So I thought this was in Atlantis because it's always been in Atlantis. I figured if your Kaylin knew where it was, it would have been on that boat.
0: That's a reasonable assumption.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't, I think this is still hidden where it originally was hidden. That's why I think we should go to the sisterhood. Yes. I
1: mean, when you put it that way, yeah, that's a good guess.
2: So imagine it has to be somewhere old. Nowhere, I'm assuming that Yardak said something where this city is bigger than it used to be. So I would assume nowhere where the newer Atlanta stuff is. Somewhere old as hell.
1: The tablets at Ikea.
0: You're on the outskirts of town and the sisterhood of Brahm has a a citadel of sorts near the castle. Because the castle is the oldest piece of the entire town and the citadel is one of the other first structures.
2: You gotta hide this boat somewhere, right?
0: Yeah, there's plenty of like ridges and caves and things like that on the out skirts of town as well
2: okay let's hide the boat and i again make us atlantean looking fucking clothing how do we get do you just swim around how do you get around the city
3: yeah you can
0: swim the main modes of transportation are swimming there are some tunnels underneath the city to kind of act as like a individual subway and then beyond that i mean there are uh, there's essentially like rickshaw equivalents
2: and i go my my only worry is if anyone looks at me swimming it might be obvious i'm not Atlantean.
1: well i'm carrying a nuke so maybe we shouldn't rickshaw that might look a little suspicious
2: i would like to make it look like the nuke is just like a package
0: all right so you're using your illusion powers yes all right well we'll have to remember that that is active then
2: i guess i could put it in a box but that seems like the box could break then
0: we could cover it with something
1: give me an atlantean duffel bag
2: Uh, what does an atlantean duffel bag look like
1: i don't know but the brand is aquarius
2: I can either visually transform it to make it look like it's just some kind of package or make it or put it in some kind of bag.
1: Six to one, just
3: make it less conspicuous. We just have a big ball of kelp. What? Vegans, they exist underwater.
2: I remember a bag, I remember seeing Yardak like, carry around and I go, Does it, this looks like...
0: Like a larger version of the satchel he uses.
2: Yeah, and then I put it in there and be like, here, hide this. Close enough.
0: What's your plan on? You're on the outskirts of town. You've parked, we'll say, in one of the caves.
3: We make our way straight to the Sisterhood. No time to dilly-dally.
2: I'm imagining I'm swimming, but I'm like kind of holding on to Yardak. Because Yardak, of course, swims a lot faster than I do. Oh,
0: uh, would well, you actually find that you're swimming at a, at a comparable speed. So you're trying to get to the Sisterhood of Brom. And you're just going to swim directly there?
3: Sure. Yep. Let's go.
0: Everyone roll a stealth check.
3: Ooh, hell yeah. Good roll. 17 26. I forgot that I put a shit ton of stealth. Yeah, you did. I remember that from last time. 25.
0: Essentially, as you're swimming, you start to notice like a crowd and you kind of blend into the crowd because you also see like a a whole, basically one of those scout ships, you see it like loaded up with soldiers patrolling the streets.
1: Oh, thank God I rolled a 32 then.
0: (laughs) You're you're not too far now from the sisterhood. Uh, Everyone roll an insight check.
1: 18. 21.
0: 20 flat. I think you all kind of recognize that there was someone sort of following you for a bit there, but you're rolling well enough in stealth you could try to, like, dodge away.
2: Can I do a perception check to see if I recognize who it is?
3: Is it Yardamo? I want to see- I want to roll a perception check to see if I can see who it is. Okay. Like, casually, like, glance over my shoulder or something.
1: Ah, so it's (laughs) Yardarek. 25.
2: If it is Yaradamo, I've met Yaradamo. 21.
1: I'm gonna say that Brock's distracted trying to find an escaper.
0: So it is not Yaradamo. You do recognize him. It's Yardane. Except he looks... A little more worse for wear than the last time you saw him.
3: Is Yardane the terrorist? Yeah.
0: Yardane was the one who attacked the water reservoir with the other Atlanteans.
3: Oh, this dick butt. Yeah. I want to do like that thing where like, I don't act like I know that he's there, and then he gets too close, and I snatch him, and I slam him up against the wall. Okay. Hey, maybe we should duck off into an alley, and not in the middle of a public area first before we do that. No, I'm going to do it right in front of a CVS. (laughs) (laughs) A CVS. Fuck off. You lose a point. That's it. Record dies.
0: I guess you're just going to need to roll a grab check then real quick. Okay. So you've done pretty good though, so I'd imagine like... 22. Yeah, you grab him, and what do you do?
3: I want to say, what the fuck do you think you're doing?
0: I didn't believe it could be you.
3: I say, what, were you happy that I was dead?
0: No, you were coming down. I thought you were going to liberate this place. This is worse than it's ever been.
3: Yeah, no, thanks to you.
0: Thanks to me? What do you mean? I had nothing to do with this.
3: You don't think your actions stoked this? There was already insurrections, and then you go to the surface and start that, and now look what's happening.
0: Yes, blame me for what your friend did.
3: Hey, maybe we could
1: do this whole dick-waving competition later. You, friend or foe right now?
0: Friend, I suppose. When I saw you were coming, I knew what you were here for.
3: Look, we don't have time for this. Are you coming with us or not?
0: I'm here to help. I was going to give you this to protect yourselves. And he goes to reach out and he goes to hand you a sigil. What is this? It's going to keep you hidden from him. Otherwise, he'll know exactly what's coming.
3: Does he know the future or something? He probably has, like, senses or, like, he has somebody that can sensify crossing.
2: Well, because last time, apparently, he saw exactly what was coming as well.
3: And
1: this sigil is probably going to stop him from doing whatever the fuck he did to do that, so.
2: And Ruby's just going to say,
3: thank you. That's No, he doesn't get that. He tried to kill us. <laughs> (laughs) specifically me a lot. Ruby's more polite than either of you. This will help the cause but don't think that this gets you off scot-free. You're gonna come with us and I still don't trust you so for now, shh, I freeze his hand so he can't do any kind of magic.
0: I will be of no assistance to you. And he turns around and you see a sigil branded onto his shoulder. What's this? It takes away all of my magics and my water movement.
2: And I go, did did your
3: Kalen do that? Yes. In that case, I wave my hand and take the ice off his hand.
0: And he rubs his wrist and he says it was supposed to be a sign to any others who would think to perform an insurrection. That's why he let me out on the streets, because he knew I was no longer a threat. So
3: what's it like being a sign? Not ideal. So,
1: as fun as your continued dick-waving contest is, you said you know why we're here.
2: Why are we here?
0: For the tablets, I imagine.
1: All right, you know why we're here. Do you know where the son of a bitch is?
0: I don't. Where were you heading?
3: Sisterhood of Brahm.
0: That is a good place to start. Do
2: you know where the sisterhood falls on- I
0: mean, I know where it
3: is.
2: No, no, where the sisterhood, not the location, but the sisterhood themselves, fall, like, in loyalty to the king.
3: Oh, okay, good question, honestly. There
0: are none of them left. It's essentially a museum now.
3: Well- But- National treasure. Yeah.
0: But I have an idea that could be of help.
3: I'll accept any help, even if it's from you. What do you know?
0: If, if you're going to the sisterhood, I will go in the opposite direction and stage a distraction.
3: Actually pretty useful. Thank
2: you. I, obviously, we have not always been on the same side. I appreciate this.
3: Finally, you're of some kind of use. What's it like actually fighting for Atlantis for once?
1: God, it's been 40 years. Can you quit being a dick butt? It was
3: last week.
0: All right, first off for you, it was like two years ago.
3: Two years is still more than less than 40. I'm shitty at math and I know that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, He looks at uh, the two of you, Laserhawk and Ruby. Good luck on your quest, land dwellers. Congrats on being the first humans in 20 years to visit Atlantis.
2: And I go, unfortunately, I think we were also the ones 20 years ago, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I wasn't going to bring that up.
2: You know what? All of our friends did bring that up.
1: Yeah, weirdly enough, you've been the most polite about it.
2: Yeah.
0: He wishes you good luck and he begins to take off putting himself in the center of the street and just basically starting to yell about fuck the king. Oh,
3: he's trying to die. And
0: I go... Let's let's go, (laughs) like now. That provides you some cover with which to get the rest of the way to the Sisterhood. And what do we see when we arrive? Water. It is very much a kind of pyramid structure. Ah, like the best pro shop in Memphis. Shut the fuck up, man.
3: (laughs) 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 Why do I fucking
2: know about that?
0: There are some lights in the windows and essentially a sign that says, you know, Sisterhood of Brom, historic preservation.
1: How about we go in there and preserve our own histories, yeah? I love that. Fair enough. Sounds good to me.
0: There's not really any guards or anything outside. It, it's open to the public. You see some youths kind of hanging out. You see a family touristing.
1: But I, I schmosey on in and act like I belong there. Nobody's gonna expect to see people back
3: from the dead, so.
0: Get inside. It's an elaborate facility. There are masks all along the walls. Very ancient-looking, like, battle masks. And you see an altar, you see pews, and you do see a section labeled Restricted.
2: Before we- I'm sure it's in the Restricted section, because of course it is, but at first, you know, I wanna look at the altar.
0: Here's what I
1: suggest. So, like, I do the sneaky shit really well. I'm thinking I slide in there, see what I can see. You guys look around to see if maybe it's on display.
2: Sounds good. All
1: right. You got the comms. If anything goes, tits up, so...
2: I would like to look at the altar first. I think
3: that's fair.
0: Yeah, when you look at the altar, you see it's an intricate carved stone structure laid out uh is some ceremonial like knives on a tapestry
2: are there any like drawers on the altar i don't know if Drawers or like because like, you stand at an altar
3: and usually there's like
0: you don't see any kind of drawers or shelves
3: you said there was a tapestry can i like try to perceive that there's anything behind the tapestry
0: well sorry sorry when i said tapestry i guess the tapestry i'm talking about is like sitting on the altar
3: oh
2: uh... it's like a table runner looking thing yeah. yes yes exactly
3: yeah. i get it now okay never mind <laughs> can you tell the one who works at home Goods? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this table runner is draped over it. Uh, there's these ceremonial knives and whatnot all around. There are some golden pillars.
2: I guess I want to do. I always want to like look to see if I can see anything that looks like it could be hiding something.
3: What What are the golden pillars?
0: Structural support behind you. Like there's four of them surrounding the altar.
3: Do they look weird?
0: They look fine. They just look like normal support pillars. I'm just trying to trying to be descriptive of the of the location. We're gonna cut over to Laserhawk. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, when you approach the restricted section, you see it's kind of a dark spiral staircase
1: well i mean the first thing i'm doing is rolling a stealth check
0: okay go for it 28 so when you're going down you're very quiet somehow even though you're underwater even the the sounds of you moving through the water is silent you're giving yourself a little pulse of lasers to push you so you land at the bottom and it's pretty dark in there but there's a long corridor oh boy
1: if only i was a flashlight spark what do i see
0: it's all stone intricately drawn leading down to another altar
1: oh the real altar
0: this altar looks a lot more like the one that you saw topside the one when you were inside that little cave
1: well that's where i found the last tablet guess i'm gonna look around here and see if i can find me a fuck mothering tablet
0: okay remember the last one was inside of the altar i peek
1: inside the altar
0: yeah you open the altar and it's like inky blackness inside roll a a peri check oh neat
1: okay i actually wasn't ready for that
0: 24. You deftly move out of the way as a tentacle shoots up out of that inky darkness, sticks to the ceiling, and begins to pull itself out, and it is a large, crackling shock to puss
1: well that's getting punched you've done goofed well i don't know that yet so that's getting punched
2: do we like hear this
0: uh no i imagine unless brock has said something you don't notice anything
1: rc i wish to punch the tentacle
0: all right uh roll an attack check are you doing it with taser fist
1: well i'm not just gonna regular socket fuck that it's a tentacle that emerged from the inky black darkness i don't know this isn't cthulhu yet
0: 26 DC-25. 25. DC-25. 25. When your taser fist hits it, you hear a roar as the uh, tentacle pulls back. Three more shoot out onto the ceiling and begin pulling itself out. This one, I would say, is about, like, the actual, like, body of it is person-sized.
1: Uh, hey guys, we got a situation.
0: Also, you definitely heard the roar, then, in that scenario.
1: So I assume that my timing is more comedic than anything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would say it's like, hey guys, we got a problem, and then they heard the roar.
2: Is that the problem?
0: Yes, that's the problem.
2: I'm imagining, do all the families, like, start running out if they hear that too?
0: Remember, they were all outside.
2: So I go into the restricted area then. Yardaki coming?
0: Hang on, before that. Hey, I don't know if
1: this is going to be a giant mistake, but you guys should open up the
0: altar.
2: Is there a way to open it?
1: Yeah, kick it a couple times. That's what I did.
0: Probably like kicking a hornet's nest in this case. That's why this thing's pissed off.
1: Oh,
2: too soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, fuck off. Fuck it, I kick it.
0: All right, you kick the altar. Roll an attack check. Twenty-three. Boom! You kick this altar, and it just topples right over.
2: I think this might have just been a normal altar.
0: <laughs> you you topple over this altar, and it just cracks to the floor. There's nothing inside of it. Meanwhile, this thing has pulled itself fully out in the restricted section.
2: I uh, then I run to the restricted section after doing that.
0: All right, uh, roll a dodge check, Ruby.
1: You guys, I think Mrs. Norris found us, and she's pissed.
2: I. That's what I was. Like, Twenty-four.
0: Actually, yeah, you go in to go to the restricted section, and you go to reach for the door, and a hook with a chain on it hits your hand. Excuse me? And you look up, and you see two of the Atlantean guards in the Death Dealer masks. Fuck me, man. These two are kind of hanging up in the ceiling area.
2: So where are these two guys? Remember,
0: it's a pyramid-shaped building. They're basically hanging from the rafters up on the ceiling.
2: Are they, like, next to each other?
0: Uh, kinda.
2: I want to do this as... Like a reaction. God, can I make one of my one of my creations like hang from the ceiling?
0: I guess. What's the idea?
2: I want to basically make like a. Well, it's gonna look like a swing, but just a giant piece of wood to just come and like smash into them and send them flying.
1: Ruby's <laughs> gonna fucking hit him on a skyrim trap.
0: So just a reminder uh that you are underwater. Oh. Two guards you've seen. Octopus in the restricted section. Troll in the dungeon.
1: Thought you wanted to
2: know. How far? Are
0: I would say they're a good 50 feet above you.
2: Fuck it. We're going to class like I put them in a box. All right. I was trying to be creative in the fucking water, dude. That's fair.
0: What's the DC on that? Wait,
2: hang
1: on. We're in the sea. I know what the most dangerous object is. Ruby, make an empty thing of six
0: packs.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Okay, then the DC is 17.
0: The box shimmers and forms around them, and then the weight of the box brings it down to the ground.
2: Oh, right, because they're in the water. You know what? Just because I'm done, I didn't bother including air holes. They're probably stuck in there with the water. They're fine. I used my hero plane for that, because that was my re- reaction.
3: Yeah, yeah, I figured.
0: Yeah, you trapped them in a box. Box fell to the ground. You can hear them kind of, like, clanging against the sides of the box. Everybody roll initiative. 17. 16. 32. <laughs>
2: Fucking
0: double. And let me roll for them. Laserhawk, you are, unsurprisingly, first in the round.
1: Because I know this is going to count as a free action and not a wasted action. Can I roll a persuasion
0: roll? (laughs) Nice doggy. Good doggy. Alright, well, since you don't have animal empathy, you will roll that. Uh, let me check what the penalty is for that. Uh, it's ne- normally a negative 10. Damn. Oh, awesome. This will go great for me. Because animals don't fucking understand you.
1: Look, I still got a 14 somehow. Even with the negative 10. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing and what are you trying to persuade it to do? Good doggy. Don't eat me, doggy. Are you petting the tentacles? Yes, I am, because I can spark up in an instant. Look, it's a 14. Can you have him not murder me, at least?
0: The one thing you get is it hesitates and pulls away for just a moment. Enough time for you to pull your arm back before it started electrocuting the air. Or the water, as it were.
1: It's okay, we all get excitable sometimes. I'm Brock. Uh, uh,
0: uh, solar shotgun! Are you backing up, or are you just, uh...
1: Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, like, kinda jet back and use the solar shotgun to propel me further back.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, roll your attack check, then. Okay, but let's be real. If that would have worked. That would have been amazing. 27. DC 24. The solar shotgun hits it, and it repels back for just a moment, but it doesn't appear to leave any kind of external markings on it. (laughs) I'm gonna die in Atlantis! But uh, at least you're not gonna drown. At least I already have a backup character. You can't just be future Carl. It is the octopus's turn. It basically, uh, with that last bit now, uses its tentacles to start moving really quickly, like, almost like a fast zombie in a movie. It's just, like, moving really quickly towards you, using the tentacles to crawl on the walls.
1: I know what an octopus looks like when it's moving fast, and I need you to know that Brandon is shitting his pants right now. Yeah,
0: that's
3: fucking terrifying, honestly.
0: As, as it's coming towards you, electricity is just arcing off of it.
3: Alright, let's play with the Let's play with the puppy.
0: Yeah, it's going to go to try to grab you. Oh, no! I, I rolled a nat 20. Ha <laughs> ha! R.I.P., bitch. What's your parry plus 10? You win. <laughs> All right, that's fair. It's
1: a 16 if it actually matters.
0: Uh, but now you're going to do an opposed strength roll. Unnatural 20. All right, so basically it's got you, but it doesn't have, like, complete control over you. That was its move. Um, And now... The Atlantean guards uh, start using their weapons to, like, basically blow open holes in the box. And then you hear one of them get onto their comms. We have intruders at the Sisterhood. We have intruders at the Sisterhood.
3: No, you don't! No, you don't!
0: <laughs> uh, Dan, it's your turn.
3: My question is, I followed Ruby, right? So, I, like, I'm right there?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're both pretty much at the door to the restricted section.
3: I'm completely underwater, so I'm surrounded by this shit. Can I just fucking freeze everything around these motherfuckers and freeze them solid?
0: You want to Han Solo them? Yeah. Oh, okay. So just that? I thought you meant the entire inside of this building. No, no, we're in it. <laughs> That's what I was like really confused about. No,
3: just like where, like where they are. That whole entire area, just fucking, just like cha.
0: All right. So what's the DC on that then? Eighteen. From what you can tell, you hear a little less rumbling, but you do see one fist come through the ice. Okay. All right, so you did that. Are you doing anything else? They're right now, like, in the center of all the pews where this box dropped straight in the middle. I'll just draw my spear and end my turn. And visual aid, what are you doing?
2: Okay, so can I see what's happening to, like, Laserhawk and stuff? Like, am I in the room?
0: No, 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 because no, remember, he went down, like, a spinny staircase after going through the door. I'm just fucked right now.
2: Can I see the staircase at least? Can I tell us where he went?
0: Yeah, there's only the one way to go.
2: Okay, I'm going to use my entire move action to go... Go down the stairs. Get as close to him as I can.
0: Okay, so you get down to the bottom and you just see Laserhawk entrenched in giant tentacles and a beak and arcs of electricity lighting the whole thing.
2: And do I see the altar?
0: Well, it's way at the end of the hall, so lack of lighting down here, you don't.
2: I use my entire move so I can't use my movement to draw anything. That sucks. I am going to use illusion. I'm assuming I'm like here, Laserhawk's in the fucking air over here.
0: I mean, if you got down to the bottom of the stairs, Laserhawk is like 10 feet in front of you encased in Shocktopus.
2: I'm going to try to make a distraction, and I'm going to make a illusion. And the Shocktopus, as far as I know, has not noticed me, right?
0: No, you have no reason to believe it's currently taking notice of you.
2: Okay, I'm going to make a illusion that's far away from both Visual Aid and Laserhawk, and it's going to look like Laserhawk. And it's controlled by Ruby, so I'm sorry, Laserhawk, but it yells, Hey, Ursula, why don't you leave that poor unfortunate soul alone?
0: All right, yeah. The creature sees this and sort of loosens their grip a bit out of confusion. Um, Are you doing anything else with your turn?
2: That's really everything I can do. I couldn't take any of my weapons out, so I figured I'd try to distract it.
0: Laserhawk, it is your turn. So you uh, have to do a resistance now to try to get out. Another opposed strength check. Oh, don't. 19. Okay, yeah, this thing has loosened its grip enough that you could kinda wiggle your way out. Is its beak open? Not really. Like, it's not closed, but it's not fully open, if that's what you're thinking about. But it's a little open. It's a little open. Well, I think it's time for a plasma grenade. It's what I named my new power stunt. Oh, the thing you did when you were up topside against all the enemies? Yeah. I guess it is a burst area attack. Okay, uh, what's the DC on that? Would that just be like the DC for Taser Fist? Yeah, I guess at this stage. Uh, DC 25. Describe to me what it looks like when it goes off. What are you doing physically? So I create
1: this bright ball of energy, presumably flashing all sorts of colors like a strobe light and shit. Chuck it inside of this thing's mouth, Because I have conditioned myself to just imagine this is a fucking Mooney Tunes cartoon, I imagine it closes its beak, it explodes, and smoke starts to come out of its ears. Alright, so you're close. Also, do you make any attempt to get away? I'm going to, uh, again, hope that the force of the blast kind of pushes me back a little bit with a shockwave. But if that does not happen, I am prepared to doggy paddle like a
0: motherfucker. So no, you're either choosing to move or you're not. I doggy I mean, you can also do a desperate swim away. I do that. The beak opens up as it begins to panic and slightly move away, but then, in an explosion of light, sends this thing cracked up against the wall. And even though you were paddling away, it kind of pushed you forward a little bit, and you hit against the wall as well, tumbling a bit into Ruby. You can talk a out of you? Um, are you doing anything else, Laserhawk? I'm
1: reflecting really hard on the choices that have led me to this point, and I'm starting to think that maybe
0: I shouldn't have joined the military when I was 19. That's fair. Um... What are your dodge plus 10, visual aid, and laser hawk? 16.
2: Dodge plus 10 is 20.
0: All right, yeah, you're both going to need to do opposed strength rolls.
2: Yeah, fuck. Ew.
0: 16.
2: 21.
1: As it turns out, this character is not optimized for fighting octopi.
0: Um, yeah, so this thing, in a rage, reaches out and grabs both of you and begins to crush you. But, Yardak, suddenly you hear a, like... A, You just hear, like, a slight sound going through the water, and this thing begins to calm down.
1: Oh, sweet, I am able to smoke weed down here. I know that noise.
0: This thing begins to crush you, but then all of a sudden it begins to calm down, and it just uh, drags you back up the stairs into the chapel. Yardak, uh, you see that not only has this thing captured it, a stream of more Death Dealer guards come in.
3: Don't like that. Let's kill them. I feel no relief.
0: You've got the Shocktopus, and you've got got, like ten guards coming in right now.
3: Oh, so it's their attack dog.
0: They form like two files of lines with their weapons pointed at you, and suddenly, your Kalen strolls on in. It has been a long time, my friends. Since you killed me? Yeah! Pretty long. (laughs) I am sorry about that, Yardak. Hopefully, things will be different this time around.
3: I don't think so, because you got a fucking firm grasp on crazy pants here.
0: Yardak, I'm going to ask you to stand down and come with me.
3: Well, I know when I'm outnumbered. I'm not stupid, so yeah, I'm going to come with you. No, that's fine. Just sleep us and die. That's cool. Ah, you're coming with.
0: Aren't we? Oh, you are. They come over, and they put some cuffs on you, Yardak, and the Shocktopus lets go of you, Laserhawk, and they do the same thing. Same with you, Visual Aid. And they say- I would hope that you would join me for dinner.
3: Ah, uh, yes, an invitation. I can absolutely
0: decline if I wanted to.
2: I wanted to, while he was taking us upstairs, drop my bag with the tablet so they don't know I have it.
0: Okay, you can do that. they say it was tumbling you all about. It had a good grip on you doesn't necessarily mean it had a good grip on everything.
2: So some of the tablets are in the Sisterhood of Ron now.
1: Chapter
0: 62, On a Distant Shore, Part 4. Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. Be sure to check out our Ko-Fi if you're interested in helping the show grow. The episode was written, produced, and sent to Atlantean Church by myself, R.C. Byler, and edited by Brandon Brownson. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on podchaser.com. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by A.J. Eisen. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson, Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.
2: I knew that. I knew that's where it was going to end.
3: Yeah, I mean, there was... Yeah, it's... was very obvious that, like, there's no, like, unless you're going to extrapolate for two more hours, that that's not where it's going to end.
0: Sorry, guys. I haven't had a good chance for a villain monologue yet, so. Oh, God, the next ten minutes of the next
3: episode. I can't even
2: drop an anvil on him in water.
0: (laughs) He'll just sidestep it and keep talking.
1: I cannot wait to punch through his dickhead stomach and play with his intestines. Are you okay?
2: I thought you were going to stop at punch through his dick, so...
0: Oh, I'm gonna do that too. Well, I had everybody like tonight's episode. Thanks, I ain't in it.
3: Oh, it was fun. Action fucking packed.
0: Alright, I got a lot of different emotions.
3: <laughs> I am glad that I made sure to be like,
2: I don't want them to know we have all of them.
0: Brandon, do you have thoughts? I hate this rich douchebag
1: Kardashian fish boy fighting emo motherfuckers so much.
0: Is there anything you didn't like about tonight's episode? Uh, yeah, I got fucking dominated by an octopus. That feels
1: kind of weird. There's gonna be uncomfortable fan art about that. As though I didn't predict that. <laughs> then
2: why was I?
1: Of course, never mind. I know the answer to that because Brock deserves it.
2: Brock insisted on going down there alone.
1: It's true. Yeah, all three of us could have got grappled instead. Clearly, all of us as a unit would have done great against the shocktopus.
0: Look. And this is only a human-sized one. You shut up, R.C. I'll get to you in a minute. (laughs) That's basically the kind that you fought to get your spear piece. Just a little baby?
2: And then I do not wish to meet a full-grown one. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, full-grown one's like the size of a a two-story building.
2: No, thank you. So your Kalen's an asshole.
0: Yeah, your Kalen's kind of a dickweed. Did you enjoy that I brought another couple blasts from the pasts? I did
1: really enjoy that.
2: I was so th- like thinking about it your boyfriend so much I've completely forgotten about that one.
3: We haven't declared that he's dead, right? Uh, it is an unknown. Ah, uh, he needs to be in the castle when we get there and ow, I just punched myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, you're so pretty. <laughs> I mean, hey,
1: Dan, if it makes you feel any better, I realized while editing that we're now at the point where if I whack my head on the microphone, we don't even acknowledge it anymore. We're just used to me
3: being an idiot.
2: I worry your boyfriend will not be on our side.
3: No, I feel like he's like, just trying to get by and he's going to be like a prisoner and then he sees me and I'm like, ah, here's an ally.
0: Uh, what did you think of your, your experience though with a shocktopus? Fuck that
3: thing don't like. I actually enjoy the shoptopus.
0: Yeah, because you didn't have to fight it, douchebag. Yeah, fair enough. I just got
1: fucking tentacle grabbed by the gruntle and whacked against the wall. I'm curious as to what you think was going on. I haven't even gotten that far in my thought process yet. I'm still trying to process the fact that I'm fucked.
2: I assumed that the except now that it was their watchdog, I'm not sure. I thought the tablet would be in that altar and they were trying to stop us from getting or the shoptopus was like the guard dog for that.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping for. Uh, Then the rug got pulled out from underneath me.
2: It was the attack dog for the guard, so I don't know.
1: As a side note, I know I'm being very negative from a storytelling aspect and all of that. Tonight was great. As the person in the situation, I can't say I'm thrilled by the position I found myself in.
2: It's like when Ruby's trauma episodes. As someone who loves Ruby, I'm like, this is terrible. As a storyteller, I'm like, ha ha ha. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Like, this is Brandon thinking to himself, oh boy, Brock might die. Brock might get to go out in the blaze of
3: glory he always wanted. And then Brandon immediately comes back as a different character with even more
0: tragic of a backstory. Unless you explicitly discuss it with me, that you're like, oh, I'm done with this character and we have to retire him or kill him off. Like, death is really not on the table. Not on the table for you. Very much on the table for those you love. (laughs) I give you full permission to kill Brock, but
1: if you touch my kid, I'm kicking your ass when we see each other next. This is Brandon. Brandon saying if Brock dies, Brock dies, I'm serious. Don't fucking kill my kid, man.
0: I would never kill him as a kid. I'm just saying, you know, he might get he might get taken out to like a demon dimension, and within a month he's aged up like 20 years.
2: God fucking damn it, <laughs>
0: Fuck you. <laughs> I, knew, I knew at least one person would get that.